everyone. Welcome back to WAG Station. I am your host, Tali Oliveira. Today, it's all about cats. We are interviewing Audrey Brady. She is the co-owner and co-founder of Savage Cat Food. We love them. We actually talk about it towards the end of the episode. They are uh, our leading brand in our cat food area, specifically our frozen raw cat food. Uh, but Audrey is awesome. Um she, I think, touched upon some really great points about raw food and just feeding your cat in general and being really thoughtful about cats and how they're they're all in for cats. Like they're definitely a, a brand for cats, but their food does translate into the dog world. And we talk about some of their other supplements that they carry that are both for dogs and cats. And I think it was special to do an episode just for, just for the feline friends. And I think you guys are really going to love it. And if you haven't tried Savage Cat before, this is definitely going to entice you to do so. And if you're local to our area in Newport, Rhode Island, come on by. We would love to sample it out. Uh, as always, happy listening. And if you can take a second at the end to like and review in the app, that would be great. We super appreciate that. Thank you guys so much. Happy listening. Welcome back to Wag Station. I'm very excited to have an awesome guest today, uh, Audrey Brady of Savage Cat Food. Thank you so much. Welcome onto the show. Appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, Talia. Yeah. So we're, we love you guys. Um, we'll get into obviously the nooks and crannies of what Savage Cat Food is and um, obviously why we love it and the ingredients and stuff. But I think first, I love to start off with how you got into the pet world and kind of like how you, like your travels into how Savage Cat came to be. Sure. Yeah. So, um, well, like your cat back there, I had a cat and I was actually, I was not in the pet food industry at all. I was in agriculture industry after I got out of college. And so my husband and I were working for an organic fruit farm and, you know, loving it, like thinking we're going to start our own farm someday. Um, so we were actually looking at like buying a coffee farm in Ecuador (laughs) or like starting one there. (laughs) And, um, Around that time, our cat, while we were out of town, he got attacked by a pack of coyotes. And it was a crazy story. He survived. Yeah. Like wow. our neighbors, our neighbors saved him. They said that they fought him off, fought off the coyotes with baseball bats. Wow. Oh my God. Way to go for them. Yeah. yeah. And then he he was so mangled, they took the cat to our other neighbor who had a Maine Coon like ours. And they go, Oh my God, our cat. And they took him to the vet. <laughs> And then they get home and their cat is sitting there healthy. <laughs> and so that's oh, when, when they called us. Um, so long story short, you know, we're obviously paying to fix him. We were feeding at the time like a grain-free kibble, thinking that that was really healthy. Um, sure. And, you know, we make our own toothpaste. We make our own kombucha. We're kind of like do-it-yourselfers. Yes. So as soon as we got him home and we just started researching like how to make your cat really healthy, um, raw popped up. And I was like, what is raw food for cats? You know, like this was 2014. So it was it was a while ago. I was going to say what year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was still, it, it was popular, but it wasn't, I think, mainstream. And I thought, if I don't know about this, then a lot of people don't know about this, you know? So we immediately just started making it for him. And um, we we started selling it at the farmer's market. And then people, like pet stores, started walking through the farmer's market. And they were like, what is this? (laughs) And we were like, who are you? (laughs) Yeah, like, wait a second, yeah. (laughs) And like, luckily, back then, somebody told us to do Super Zoo. And we were like, what's Super Zoo? <laughs> <laughs> like, we had no idea what we were getting into. But luckily, like, we were making a good product for cats. So it took off really quickly. Um, so we went to Super Zoo in 2016. And that was really, like, the start of our business. Um, 
We got distribution in California where we're from. Awesome. And we took our time. Um, you know, we, we just grew slowly. We got our processing facility up and running. Um, and we didn't expand to the rest of the country until 2020 and 2021. So I was going to say, because obviously we're, we're on the East Coast, right? And when you guys jumped on with PFX, I was like, what is this? Yeah. I was like, what is this magical food? And I love, I'm all, I do all the marketing and I have an art background. So I was like, mm-hmm. love the packaging, love the logo. I love like a sleek logo that like tells you what's going on like right away. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? I need to know more about it. Like I instantly connected with it. And um, yeah, we brought it in, I would say pretty quickly as soon as you guys jumped on with PFX. We were yeah. hooked. So yeah, that's how the whole East Coast was. Like we weren't a known brand there. So a lot of people, you know, it it took some education. And yes, um, unfortunately, like growing during the pandemic was also kind of hard. Um, But now we're we're really starting to see it, it kick up over there. Absolutely. And I see you guys on like social media. I see people posting about you, which I love, especially with like a small brand who you know, knows what's going on with their ingredients and, you know, you guys got your hands still in the pot. So it's great yeah. to see people, you know, starting to, um, you know, promote you guys and be very excited about the brand as well. There's definitely a cult following like yeah. that. We're so grateful to our customers because they will post, you know, without us asking them to Yes, 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 yes. To do it. Yeah, no, I love that. That's, that's really the makings of a great brand too. Now, what was the like the first formulations when you guys like jumped on the internet, right? You started making it for your cat. What was it? What was your cat's name? Uh, well, his name was Smith Smithix, but we called him Mr. Kitty slash Kiki. Of course, <laughs> many nicknames, absolutely. So, yeah. what yeah, what was that like when you first started doing it? Because obviously, you guys didn't know, and you guys were looking stuff up. You were obviously doing your research, and what was the evolution like until the to the recipes like the way they are nowadays? So honestly, the recipes have barely changed. Um, Really, the only thing that has changed is sourcing as we grow. So the ingredients themselves have always been the same. Um, But when we started, there was another raw cat food on the market. You probably remember. I'm not going to name them. Yes. So we were trying to be very different from that other brand. So we started with our individual packets of food. It's like, you know, in a, in a plastic baggie, um, in a box, and it also has chunks of meat in it for chewing. So that was something yes. that no, nobody else had. Um, unfortunately, there was a bit of a learning curve to educating the customers, like, what's in this box? Yeah. What do you mean my cat is chewing? Um, so it, it was okay received, but it wasn't like well received. Um, so then, um, just due to demand, we came out with the tub version a few yes. years later, and that's because that's what cats are used to. <laughs> As my cat makes his way into the screen, um, he knows we're talking about Savage. He he knows. I feel like he, he just he's like I understand. It's it's for me. Um, like, I love yeah yeah right. He's like please more. Um, but I love that you touched upon you. I know you said the sourcing and one of the things I love about what you guys do is the sourcing. That's always like one of the first questions I ask when I bring a brand in, can you talk about more of that, more about that? Cause I know you guys do organic chicken. Yeah. Um, I know you guys are part of, um, some other commitments and programs. Can you talk about that? I love that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we, when we started, we were just using local little, um, farmers for our meat. And obviously we outgrew that pretty quickly. So we pull all of our chicken and duck from Pittman Farms in California. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's the same chicken and duck at Whole Foods. So it's certified organic chicken, um, all local to us. Um, So obviously it's, uh, it's called stage three outdoor enhanced outdoor access. So they get to run around. Um, and then our rabbit is all U.S. raised rabbit. It's from individual family farms. So that's something that's really rare in the pet food industry. Um, just getting U.S. sourced rabbit and then getting it like really, you know, not full of hormones and not raised for, you know, specifically raised for us. Basically. Yes. Yeah. I mean, again, that's, I think, a big differentiator because a lot of people do not want to do that or even if they do like the companies maybe they want to they don't 
want to spend the money because obviously it is it is more money and it's it very obviously, expensive yeah. and there's not yes. a lot of people doing it like it, it, americans aren't really eating a lot of rabbit so i think yeah. that's part of the problem yeah yeah let's, i would love to talk about your blends too because you guys are i feel like very thoughtful about the blends you have um because you have the chicken you have the rabbit and lamb combo and then you have the duck I know people always be like, do they have more, like, why, why aren't there more proteins? And I'm sure, I know you guys are really thoughtful about that. And I know there's a specific reason as to why, which I feel like is an important, um, you know, subject to bring up too. If you could talk exactly. more about that. Yeah. yeah. So our whole idea, when I, when I uh, formulated this food, the whole idea is prey based. So something a cat can kill itself. So that is why we don't do beef. That is why we don't do venison. Um, you're right. People ask for more and like, maybe we could add some other small animal proteins down the line. But right now that's, that's the thinking behind chicken, rabbit, and duck. The rabbit is, so all of these animals are too bony by themselves when you're doing whole animal. Um, so we're, we're trying to mimic a gopher or a mouse like bone ratio. Mm. So with chicken, you just add in a ton of chicken hearts and a ton of chicken livers, same with duck. But with rabbit, like I said, we're not eating enough rabbit to source that those quantities of hearts and liver. So we chose to add lamb heart and lamb liver to dilute that bone content. So yeah. it's not like it's like lamb leg meat. That's sometimes what people think is in there, but just the organ meat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'll say too, the palatability of the food. I mean, obviously I do feed it to my cat too. So I do have firsthand experience, but I will have many customers come in and they're like, oh, my cat's really picky, you know, because you hear that all the time, right? I mean, we know cats are picky. They, they're imprint eaters, which we can kind of get into that in a second too. And people at some point, I think they get deterred from trying new things because they've like, well, I've, I've tried so many things. And you guys are great about sampling and we'll give a little packet out to the customer. I'm like, here, just take this. Like they don't eat it. They don't eat it. Right. Or share yeah. with a, another family. And they come back and they're like, Oh my God, my cat went crazy. What, what's in that food? You know, what's in there. And you love to hear that because I'm like, this is how they should be eating. Yeah. I mean, this is instinctual eating. Um, this is really the way, you know, I'm sure that there's definitely many schools of thought. Right. But if you ask really anyone in the holistic, natural pet food world, they're going to say, yeah, like cats need raw. Um, and I'm sure as you guys were probably doing your research too, like you, you have a light bulb that comes on and it makes so much sense, you know? Yeah, it's funny when I meet people, you know, not in the pet industry, say when I'm traveling and they go like, what do you do? And I say, I make raw cat food. They're like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? What did you say? It's like, it's such a conversation starter, but all I have to say is it's just like eating a mouse. And they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, I guess my cat would like to eat mice, you know? So th that's that's where our palatability comes in. It's fresh. Um, yes. it, like I said, those organs are, are really good. One thing we haven't touched on yet is we have glandulars in our food. Mm, so yes. that's stuff like adrenal tissue, spleen tissue, and um, if people want to research, it's called glandular therapy. It's something that's endorsed by holistic veterinarians. Um, but it goes in hand with our whole prey philosophy anyway. You know, like the cat's going to be eating that. So we think like those things are adding to the palatability. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because like I said, you guys are really thoughtful and people don't realize all the other options. And one of my big pet peeves, which I've talked about it a lot, people are probably like, stop talking about it. We get it. But I think you have to keep reminding people because they just don't know is the like free feeding, oh, especially yeah. with cats. Oh, yeah. It drives me nuts. Yeah. And same thing, like people will find out that I work in the pet industry if I'm meeting someone new or they'll, they'll ask what I do and I get into it a little bit. And then, of course, like the next thing, if they have pets, they want to be like, well, I feed my pet this or like, what do you think about this? And I usually ask them like, well, are you free feeding? Especially if it's a cat. I'm like, are you free? Because the people that was just, that's like become the norm somehow. I don't know how, I don't know if you know the history of like why that became like just normal to like free feed our cats. But I'm like, first, please stop doing that. I mean, I know it can be tough, but if people, they want to do it because they feel like the, the cat needs access to it. But, yeah. you know, they, they're hunters, you know, they're still fairly wild, you know, in 
DNA aspects. So, oh yeah, plenty of cats yeah. could, could eat just one meal a day and be fine. That's what I do with my cat. I mean, I, oh. he eats once a day. My cat, my dog eats once a day. And I tell people like, if that may not work for your lifestyle, but it works for my lifestyle, the things that I do, and I don't actually keep a, a specific time that I always eat. So it's like a little bit different. Oh. Yeah. Cause I've learned a lot about that too. And yeah. I'm like the free, if you can do just like one thing, if you feel like your cat's not going to like maybe take to another food or you're slowly trying to introduce them into something, I'm like, don't free feed. Like don't, Absolutely. you don't need to leave it out. You know? Sometimes people say like what you were saying, well, my cat won't eat anything else. And, yeah. and I say, well, I could get your cat to eat this food or that food. You know, I'm sure you could do it, Talia. Yeah. So if the owner wants the cat to change its eating habits, it will change. Like, yes, it's not a question of if it's a question of when. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. Um, especially when people like are switching their cat over to raw. And I know, I feel like for some reason, the cat world, they're a little more apprehensive, even though I feel like cats need it more than even a little bit more so than dogs that, that, you know, that fresh, that high moisture content, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just that it seems less approachable for cat people. So I feel like you really have to hold their hand a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in the best way possible, just um, helping them understand and, you know, have, helping them understand that it's, it's good. It's, you know, and it's going to be okay. Right. Like the, mm-hmm. all these like crazy, you know, misconceptions about raw food that there are, it can be frustrating and a little bit of a hurdle to get over. And I'm yeah. always like, but no, like it's your cat will do it. And I agree with you too. Like you can totally do it. I know I've, I've seen people have taken, it's taken like six months to transition the cat slow and steady, but if yeah. you're consistent, I mean, 99.9% of the time it's going to, it's going to happen. Absolutely. It's consistency. Yeah. What, so one thing we did when we were brand new is we sent out our food to like all these Instagram cats, you know, like here, Smart. try our food. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was interesting because we, we got some interesting data from that, which was that 90 out of a hundred instantly took to the food. And that's, you know, even from kibble, even from whatever they were eating. Yeah. So, you know, there's only roughly 10% of cats that need that long transition time. Yes. I think that's that's an important piece of it too. And I always tell people like, especially when they're kittens, you know, if you try something one day, try it again the next day and the next day, because they, they'll they change pretty quickly within a week's time, especially when they're young. Oh, yeah. So I try to tell people like, don't just try it once and then kind of give up. Like yeah. stick with it, you know, try it maybe a different time um, or like after you play is a great time to give them some food. You know, it gives them that satisfaction of like catching yeah. their prey. Yeah. which I love when people do, I try to do that with my cat um, or at least give him something after he plays and he always settles down after too, which is great when you see them, um, they have those instincts. But yeah, I think, I I just think the conversations around raw have been tough, but I, I do think we're going in the right direction and with companies like you guys and, you know, educating your customers. Like what are the most frequent questions you guys, I know you guys have frequent questions on your website, but what's like when people come to you and they're, they're just learning about raw. What do you think they usually ask you like the first and foremost? One that is standing out right now is, is this food complete and balanced? Ah, that's a good question. <laughs> it's funny to me because that's a marketing term, but I think maybe vets or someone is saying, well, raw food isn't complete and balanced. Yeah. So um, there is a lot of education to be done there. Like, like, no, you don't have to add anything, but we would like to see you add things like whole prey to the diet so that the cat's actually chewing, you know, like we, we don't just want the cat to be chewing or excuse me, eating ground food only. Yes. So there there's, yeah, we're, we're fighting something there on, on what people's perception of raw is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, Speaking of like the vets, like how is it in, cause you guys are in California and I think a lot of times people think, you know, California more holistic, more natural. What do you, like, is there a lot of still like conventional versus like holistic over there? Like a lot of conventional vets still pushing back in your area? Oh, oh yeah. 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 It, it's a big state. So there's just sure. a, a mix. Um, so yeah, certainly um, vets are saying, you know, I mean, they have reason to be hesitant because sometimes people think raw and I'm, I kid you not, people will just put down a pork butt for their cat. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 
<laughs> yes, you're like, oh. So they have to, you know, I, I can see why the vets are like, well, you should really be buying it from, you know, a big company or something. But um, obviously you and I know all the problems with some of those big companies. Um, yes. So we're, we're just fighting um, people thinking that raw is, is not the way to go, which is, it's just so funny. Cause it's like, when you, like I said, when you think about a cat outside, catching if i let my cat outside she will come back with a rabbit (laughs) and it will be half gone (laughs) so that's how they want to eat you know it keeps their teeth super healthy to be chewing like that um yes so yeah there's quite a bit of education to be done i know it is funny too when you 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 keep uh, bringing up chewing which i feel like is a great topic because it's like automatic with dogs. Like people, like I get a puppy or they get a dog. Well, they need to chew. Like, what can they chew? What, what do you have for they chewing? Chew. Yeah. But you yeah. don't. I mean, cats should be chewing too, but like, we, we people just don't think of it in the same terms. But I'm like, what do you Absolutely. think? Like the lions and the carcasses. Like obviously that's where they, you know, hundreds of years ago originate from. And I'm like, they should chew too. Like you, like the texture thing is a big thing for cats and having that soft like pate texture all the time um they need they need that chewing absolutely and you you do still hear vets say that the kibble is good for their teeth i that's mm. crazy talk yes um, crazy talk <laughs> so <laughs> there's, there's it it's insane sometimes what you hear but um yeah think think about like if you or i were to just eat oatmeal for every single meal like we would, our gums would get decay and, yes. you know, our, our oral health would just decline. So um, you definitely want resistance in there. You want pushback and that's what's actually going to be cleaning the teeth. So that's where I tell people, like, if you just want to like dip your toe in the water, say you buy a raw chicken for yourself and it has like the heart and the neck inside. Yes. Give, Give that to your cat raw, not not after you cook it, before you cook it. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and then you see how the cat gets resistance. They will take that down. It take it could take a while. And obviously, like, don't do that for every meal. But yes. But now and then, it's really good to, to clean their Absolutely. teeth and to increase their oral health. Yeah, I, I say that a lot, too. I probably say this almost in every episode that's nutrition, like, food-based. I always say, like, some is better than nothing. So, obviously budget can come into play with raw food. Yes, it is at right now more expensive. I think hopefully it'll change in the years to come. Um, we'll see that change over a bit. But if even if it's just once a week, or even when, when you buy something like that for yourself, you buy like a, a carcass, yeah. and you're using the innards, um, and the high quality like livers and organ meats. Yeah, yeah like transfer that to your pet, especially if you're, it's just going to go to waste. I'm all about like, I hate wasting food in the yeah. pet world or the human world. So, and I compost. So if it's something that's not going to go in there and I can give it to the pets first, like you betcha that they're, they're going to have it and they're going to enjoy it. And you will see benefits even from, it's just like 10%, 20%, like you will see some benefits from that. And I tell people like, it doesn't have to necessarily be all in if you can and you're willing and your budget's there, like, yes, please do it. But yeah. some is better than nothing. And I'm sure you're, I'm sure you probably have customers that probably feed Savage Cat and mix it with other stuff, whether it be lifestyle choice or like a budget wise, people ask you a lot about that, like how to like incorporate it with other foods. Certainly. So um, one thing we say is like, by all means, if if you want, mix it with other foods. We do not recommend mixing it with kibble or dry food of any kind. Um, It will just actively work against, you know, all the benefits of raw. So if if you're going to mix it with something, we prefer wet food. Um, and then from there, there's varying levels. You know, I, I personally try to look for something without oil. Oil seems to be like a big additive in wet food. Yeah. Um, and then of course there's things like potatoes and peas and stuff that cats don't need. Um, but still, if you're doing the wet and the raw, you're going to get the moisture benefits. So yes, my cats, and I'm sure your cat probably doesn't drink water, but they're still peeing all the time, you know? Yes. So they're, they're getting their moisture from their food. So I know. I'm always amazed how much this cat pees. I'm like, I'm like, you they drink, you know, they lap a little bit, but as you know, like they barely didn't take any water when they do lap. Yeah. And I'm like, you pee. Like he's fine. Like he's healthy. He's not like UTI problem or anything. But I'm like, you're you're a little cat. Like he's only like 10 pounds. I'm like, what is all this pee? But it, it is. It's because he eats a moisture moisture rich diet. He eats raw food every single day. And I actually do 
a lot of uh, like bone broth and goat's milk with them too. So uh, we don't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So he's getting a ton of moisture, which yeah. is great. Like when I see somebody post like their cat drinking from their faucet, I'm like, eh, like, you know, that, that cat is dehydrated. Um, yeah. So, so people don't realize these things are normal. It's normal for them to get all their moisture from their food yes. and, and not from the fountain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of problems with that thing. And then with tap water and stuff, I'm like, Oh, cat drinking from the tap. I'm like, Oh boy. But yeah, I mean, I, I think when I try to bring up the moisture conversation with customers, maybe that aren't aware when they are doing just a dry diet, which like hurts my soul, but you know, people don't know sometimes and you have to sure. approach it with kindness and sure. hopefully, you know, kind of take them where they're at but yeah. they'll bring up oh it's yeah it's fine my, my cat drinks a lot of water and i'm like yeah but like they really aren't getting a lot and they're drinking so much because they do not have that moisture in their food absolutely so and, and that is like like what you said um lions and, and and these big cats on the savannah they're not drinking water they're getting yes. it from the antelope they just Ill, <laughs> killed and mm-hmm. ate <laughs> yeah it's a great um, point but yeah, like like what you said, I was one of those customers that used to feed kibble and I didn't know. And no, honestly, nobody told me, you know, yeah. so great what you're doing where you're taking those customers and bringing them over to the freezer and being like, have you heard of this? You know? yeah. yeah. And again, for some reason, cat people are a little more hesitant. They're not always as open to the conversation because they're like we have this thing about cats and I, I i do think it is changing a bit but it's like oh cats are you just leave stuff out you, you can just leave them all day and like they're fine and like i just scoop the litter box like once a day maybe or you know but they are actually just as high maintenance as dogs i'd say but in different ways like mm-hmm. i in different ways and that doesn't you know make either of them bad or like annoying or whatever but it just they are just they're different they are complicated but it is different than a dog there are some parallels um for sure but this concept of, oh, it's my cat's fine. He just like hangs out and like, I don't really play with, you know, he just, well, I don't play with him. You know, he's self-sufficient. Um, oh, they, yeah. They're they are complicated, uh, complex creatures. And I think we have to start recognizing that. Yeah. They need stimulation. Like you said, they need satisfaction. Yes. So even like if you're doing the laser pointer, they never actually catch anything at the yes. end. They're like, eh. um, so if you give them something um, like back in the day we used to make, when I worked at the farm, I used to make cat toys out of animals that died on the farm, like raccoons and stuff. Yeah. There you go. I love <laughs> they, that, I bet. <laughs> they love it. You know, it's like, they're like, oh, I just caught a dead animal. <laughs> so just giving them something that, that they can get satisfied. Um, I have to take my cats on walks on the leash because yeah. if I don't, um, they will start spraying in my house. <laughs> yeah. So they really need like all that stimulation and activity and play time. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I love that you said that. Um, and I love that you take, I, I have a harness and a leash for him and he goes out, but he, he doesn't really want to walk down the street, but he'll, he's like cool, like hanging out in the backyard. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's good to, to do things like that with a cat. Even if they're just, if, if they are just sitting outside with you as you're monitoring them yes. and they're just watching like the birds and the trees and like yeah. little insects go by like that is actually yeah great for them um simulation wise as you mentioned yeah. yeah and then they point out any snakes i have on my property <laughs> oh yeah i'm sure in, in california all kinds of fun snakes and creatures out there <laughs> yeah like thanks yeah. yeah for sure um i'd love to to jump back on to the recipes too because i also think one of the unique um aspects of your food is there's no veggies and granted a lot of the cat foods on the market have minimal veggies it's less but i'd love to talk about that and i know you guys also have a philosophy behind that yeah yeah so um i mean when a cat eats a vegetable or fruit it really just goes in and out there's not much to be gained by it so our philosophy is that's just wasted fruits and vegetables really like why waste the the space in their digestive tract and and you know, giving them to them. Um, yeah. So that is, there, there are two things that make our food unique. It's no fruits and vegetables and no HPP, which we can get into. Yes, later. I have on the list too. Absolutely. That's, that's a hot topic too in the pet world. Yes. HPP. Yeah. I've talked about that before. Okay. Um, we will get into that for a second, but I think it's really important. I've, I've touched upon it briefly, but I think it's always, again, a, a good topic to bring up, especially as people are learning more about raw and frozen. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the veggies thing. I, I don't know of 
I really don't know of another brand doing cat food that's not adding like some veggies in. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I think it's pretty unique. Um, there might be a couple here and there, but yeah, yeah. Not, not widespread because, I mean, I hate to say this, but bottom line, if you add vegetables, it will bring down the cost of the food. Sure. So it's true. I can see why people would do it because the cost can be a barrier to entry for, for plenty of customers. So, um, yeah, obviously this is what we say. Like you don't see a cat like picking blueberries in the wild. I'm like, Yay! yeah, 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 yeah. So again, just whole prey. We're just doing meat. Um, we do add some fresh egg yolks, um, and that's to mimic eyes and brains of the prey animal because we are in a USDA facility. So yes, 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 yes. There. Bummer. Yeah. Hopefully in the future though, like we'll get there hopefully. Right. Like that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it's, it's just, it's just our philosophy to, to not waste anything that's going into the cap. Yeah. And again, um, you'll definitely see obviously more veggies and fruits and, and dog raw, yes. but they are, you know, they're omnivores, right? Cats are, you know, carnivores. So it, that's, again, I think a easy way for people to understand, well, this is just meat. Like it's, they, then they go back to the complete imbalance thing. Cause they're used to seeing that on the label. Right. So they don't yeah. always understand that concept. But yeah. I think when you again, dial it back to just a simple explanation of like, you know, omnivore carnivore, cause pretty much everyone knows what those terms mean. Yes. And I, th- I think that helps people kind of get there and understand and get and jump over that, you know, that gap to, to jump onto raw food too. Yes. And even as like a side note, um, uh, some dogs, if they have cancer or pancreatitis or something where they need a really restrictive diet, they go on our cat food. Yes. I'm glad you said this. I was going to bring it up. Yes. I love it. (laughs) Because there's no fruits and vegetables. So a lot of times they're like, yeah, my dog can't have any fruits and vegetables and I can't find a dog food. So it actually, in those unique situations, it, it can work really well for those dogs. Did you expect that when you first started making the food? Did you ever expect that was going to happen with like the dogs? No. Yeah. And actually one of our number one questions too is, are you going to make a dog food? And we're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you could just, if you wanted to, you could add your own fruits and vegetables or like oh, yeah. a topper that's already in the market and just combine them. And then there you go. That's like the best dog food on the market. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a great point too. Especially if you have like, I have a dual household. I have a dog. I have a cat. Um, and sometimes they, they definitely like will share some food. Yeah, absolutely. And like the, the cat eats all he's, they're both like little, you know, little fatties. They love all their food, but sometimes the cat, he doesn't clean the platter as well as the dog. So like the dog sure. always waits, my dog bogey, he waits for Kiki to be done. Okay. You know, so he has to wait for the cat to walk away from the platter and then he gets to lick the rest of it. So it's, yeah, I love that you can, you know, share the food a bit, right? I think that's a, yep. a great way to also stretch your budget a bit. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I love that like people with dogs, I, I've done it before too. I'm like the dog, you know, if you have a certain situation like that, I'm like, go ahead. Like this, this will be a, a great option having, instead of having to like read through like the panel for all the vegetables or like, you know, the yeah. fillers that the, yeah. the dogs, usually there's a lot of allergens, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, it's like almost perfect. Maybe there's like, you know, pumpkin in it and your, your dog can't have pumpkin. Well, this, you know, enter, enter Savage Cat, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I also love that you guys are like true to the brand. And I know I'm sure people ask you all the time because they love, which is great. They're, they're excited. They love your brand. So they're like, well, I want it for my dog too. <laughs> but sometimes there's too many, like too many, you know, cooks in the kitchen. Like there are a lot of dog food, like raw brands. And though I love to see it growing, you guys are like, no, like we're doing cats, you know, cats like sometimes get the short end of the stick and you guys are doing right by the cat and you're like, it's a really thoughtful about it. So I love that you're like, no. We're sticking in the cat lane. This is what we do. We're going to come out with more like cat things maybe at some point, but like we're sticking to like the tried and true method of what we started with. Yeah. Kind of like what you just said. Like if we came out with a dog food, it would just be as good as all the dog foods on the market. Yeah. You know? So it's like, why compete? Like what we have in cat is totally unique. Um, it's not really competing with anyone. Yeah. And I do think it's really special again, to have a brand that's dedicated to cats, which Mm-hmm. so many of us have cats in america more so than dogs really and but again mm-hmm. they aren't as always as recognized so i think it's really great that you guys are like no like we're going all in we're going all in with cats you know absolutely <laughs> yeah no it's it's awesome and I, let, yeah let's jump back into hpp okay. um why, why don't you throw out the definition and then we'll jump into why you guys don't hpp i love i think it's such a hot topic i love talking about hpp 
Sure. So HPP is high pressure processing. Sometimes it's referred to as high pressure pasteurization. Um, so it's a process that many raw, raw yeah. <laughs> um, subject their food to, but it's also used in human food too. Um, so what it is, is it basically, if you know what like a medical autoclave is, it puts these like instruments under an immense amount of pressure. That's what it's doing to food. So it's like, it's like dragging the food to the bottom of the ocean in terms of pressure. So um, it, it, the idea is to kill any bacteria that's yes. in the food and, and still, you know, able to call it raw, basically. Um, what it does under that much pressure is it's bursting the cell walls, you know, it's really changing the integrity of the whole meat. Um, so there have been some brands in the past that were not HPP'd and then they went HPP. That was one of our first big influxes of customers because the cats can tell the difference. Yes. So it's not as palatable to cats. Um, so it, HPP basically changes the, the color and changes the texture. And from what we can deduce from cats, changes the flavor. <laughs> yeah. So um, so we're, we're not doing HPP because we want it to be, again, as close to prey as possible. We don't want to change the integrity of the cell walls and the product. Um, however, we recognize that raw meat can be dangerous um, to humans. So yes. if, if you like don't wash your bowl very well and then the cat bowl and then maybe you eat out of that, that could be a problem. Yes. Uh, so we um, use something that's called ozone technology. Have you heard of ozone before? I don't think I have. Yeah, but I love this. I love where this okay. is going. <laughs> um, so ozone is something that is also widely used in both human and pet and um, a bunch of other areas. But it's something, it's it's a process of taking O2, so the oxygen molecule, breaking it apart, and then putting a third one in. So it's O3. O3, no pathogens can survive. Um, but it's unstable. So after 45 minutes, they break apart. So we ozone, we ozonate the water that goes in our cat food. So it's all mixed with ozonated water. And then at the end of every day, we close the facility door, turn on the ozone machine so that everywhere the air touches is ozonated. So, you know, in the drains, in the screws, all, all of that gets Amazing. exposed to this ozone air. And we love it because we're we're around low doses of it all the time. And I feel like we never get sick because of it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, also all the stuff you said at the beginning, like I'm the same way, like making my own stuff. Like you, I'm sure you know where your food's coming from and you guys maybe farm or something. Like you guys obviously came from farming. So yeah, I'm sure those are all adding up too, which is awesome. That's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, that's super cool. I did not know you guys did that. Um, as I always learn, you know, new things when I talk to my brands on on the podcast here. So I love that you brought that up. Cause again, that's, you know, I think fairly unique. Um, you know, hear that a lot. It's def definitely unique. And the good thing about ozone is it doesn't change the texture or the taste of the food the way that HPP does. So yeah, you can't tell, you can't ever test that something's been ozonated. All you can do is test for pathogens and then it comes up negative. Yeah. Well, that's the way it should be. That's amazing. Can you tell yeah. us about your facility too? Are you guys, cause I know you guys have expanded obviously in the, in the years past, but like, yeah, what is it like in there? Oh, yeah. So uh, we're actually building a new one right now. Um, Amazing. Hopefully it'll be done in about a month. So awesome. we're really excited for that. You'll have yeah. to come visit when it's done. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'll come out to California anytime. <laughs> uh, but actually, so when we first started, we we built out a refrigerated shipping container. That was our first facility. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So it, it actually was, was pretty good, you know, because obviously keeping it at temp, Keeping the meat at temp is, is good for safety. Um, you could wash down the whole inside, but we outgrew that pretty quickly. So um, we turned that into an extra freezer and then we built out another facility that's just like a refrigerated commercial kitchen, basically. Yeah. With grains. Um, so it's, it's pretty basic, you know, being cat only, we're pretty small still. Um, it's just like grinder and packaging machines, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but can't wait for the new one. <laughs> I know, I'm sure. And congrats to you guys. Obviously, like look at your your growth too. That's awesome. Yeah. And it just speaks again to 
your customer base and what you guys have done, all the work you've put in. I'm sure you guys have learned so much too over the years and stuff. And oh, as you've yeah. grown. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I said, we didn't expect to be in the pet industry. So that has been the learning curve, you know, like how, yes. how pet works, um, all the independent pet yes. stores, you know, like they're all kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good thing. Yeah. So, we're, we're, we're learning as we go here. <laughs> no, that, I mean, that's the way to do it. And I, again, I didn't ever mean to get into the pet world too, but I, we, I talk about this a lot because I feel like that's actually a common theme with a lot of the brands or the reps I talk to and you get into it and you've kind of fall in love and cause it's not just something you're doing for yourself and for humans. Cause that is a piece of it, yeah. but you're doing something for like your fur babies and your dogs, your cats and, you know, small animals, whatever, you know, part of yeah. the industry you're in and yeah. you get in it and you don't want to leave, no. you know, and it's cause you truly, you know, I would say 80% of the people in it because they care about the animals and, you know, it, it's, it's an excitement too. Absolutely. You, you feel good about your job, yes. about what you're doing and in life, you don't, you know, go home like, Oh, I just yeah. you know, traded a bunch of money on Wall Street. Yeah. Terrible. It has a different vibe. It's just, yeah, it's just uh, in more of a welcoming industry too. And we all just like want to talk to each other. The people that are doing it right, right? They want to say like, well, how are you doing this? And you want to network and you want to, you know, find the best in in best quality and things like that. So it, yeah, it, it really is. Yeah. You know, and really we're nice. friends with other brands, you know, yes. we don't consider ourselves competitors, you know, we're, we're all growing this industry together. Yeah, absolutely. And I have to, so bring up some of your supplements as we're nearing the end here, because in some of the other supplemental things you have, because one of my favorite things that one we carry overall in the store and one of my favorite things from you guys are the walkers and the squawkers. I give ah. them to both my dogs Yes. Uh, both my dog and my cat and I gotta just like paint people a picture who haven't used it it comes in this cute little box with a little handle on top smaller than like half the size of like a shoe box I would say and it says walkers and squawkers in it and you get four raw duck feet and two raw heads and they're fully intact completely raw they're vacuum sealed individually sealed but um how did that come about because I am obsessed I love the little box and I'm always like trying to get people I'm always promoting them always get my customers to buy them. And I love that you can share them between, you know, both dogs and cats. Yes. So that was funny because that actually happened during COVID. Um, a lot of, <laughs> as you know, the supply chain got disrupted big yes. time. So for our ducks in our cat food, the only duck we could get were what's called a Buddhist duck. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm not. <laughs> uh, they, they process these Buddhist ducks for a specific human population that likes to eat them with the head and the feet on. Um, And it was something like they were processed for a cruise or something. And so they had just tons of them and they're like, we can't get you your regular ducks, but you could have these Buddhist ducks. So we're like, like, that's, we got to cut the heads and feet off ourselves. So then we're like, well, we could totally sell these as a chew. So it, it just worked out perfectly where, um, you know, we're, th- it was going to go to waste. So we're like, this is, this is great for the animals. My cats love them. Um, li- like you said, a lot of cats don't always eat the heads and the feet, but if it's a raw fed cat, it knows yeah. what to do. <laughs> I haven't tried the head with Kiki, but he definitely, I like, gave him the foot. Okay. I gave the, dog, the dog eats the, all the stuff. He's quick, you know, he's big boy. And my cat gets the foot and he gets, he's like... I've been, to, I've been using them since he was a kitten um, okay. and he gets the foot and he like chews on it. He definitely chews all the meat, like the little meat that's left on it. Yeah. And then he gets a little floppy and he's not exactly sure what to do with it. Um, but yeah, he chews through it. And if he doesn't, if he gets tired or whatever, like the dog always benefits and gets an extra one, but he definitely like smells. It. He's like, yes, I'm going to pick this thing up and I'm going to, I'm going to walk around with it. And it's like my little treasure. And it's like hilarious to see. I mean, it's funny when the dog does it, but it's even funnier for some reason with, my little cat, like holding this like foot in its mouth. So even oh, yeah. nothing else, you should buy it just for the visual. <laughs> as long as you're not squeamish, it's like, it's, it's quite funny. Oh yeah. And we have like the whole quail that's cut in half. Yes. And- yeah. Your other supplements. Yeah. I love to talk about that too. Other items you have. Yeah. Some cats will take it and they'll like run under the bed with it. You're like, no. <laughs> Please don't. Oh yeah. Please don't do that. My cats, they know. So I have like a mudroom. So they know to, to eat on the yes. tile in the mudroom. 
So if I'm going to be gone all day, maybe like I won't be able to take care of you guys. I'll just leave a duck head out. Yes. On it all day. You know, by yes. the end of the day, there's like a little bit left. So something yeah. to keep busy. I love that too. Um, that's a great point to be able to give them something. And if you feel like you're not a full meal, like that can be like, you can do that. Like, you know, every once in a while, just give them like a duck head for the day. And that's not like, you don't have to worry about it. It doesn't have to be like a full on meal. That's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. yeah. It's over time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, then you also have, so you have the, the half the quail. We talked about that. We have the walkers and squawkers. You guys have the cute little box of the quail eggs. Quail There's eggs. 24, right? Yes, two dozen. Yeah, yes. and those are, are great topper for for um, both cats and dogs. Yes, love those as well. And you have the rabbit ears, right? Rabbit ears, rabbit yeah. Ears. Those are, are hard to keep in stock, I'm sure you know, because there's only two ears per rabbit. Sure, yes, yes. Rabbit's just tough. But I know you have two new, two new items I feel like we should definitely touch upon, too, that um, I've been waiting for. Very excited. You have the rabbit uh, chips. Yes. And then you have the freeze, which I've never seen. I know this is so unique. You guys showed us, I, I think, I um, at the show. Yes, you have them here. The freeze-dried egg, yes. Freeze-dried quail eggs. They're so cool. Can you talk about the new products too a little bit? Yeah. So we came out with the dehydrated rabbit strips and chips basically because the ears are so popular, but that we have a hard time keeping them in stock. So it's just rabbit hide, um, dehydrated, and then torn into strips and chips. So yes. it's, a, it's a great... Um, you can add it to their meal as a source of fiber, or you just use it as a treat because um, it smells like a rabbit. So they, they're like, Oh, I just caught a mouse or with a dog. They're like, I just hunted a rabbit, you know? (laughs) So very, like we were saying earlier, very satisfactory for them. Definitely. Um, and then the quail eggs, I don't know if I can do this on camera. can crush one. You can. Yeah. Oh, they're so cool. So that it's, it's like a powder inside. So you're going to crush it and put it on their food, or you could just feed it to them as a treat. Yeah. And I love, again, that all of the items, your additive items that you have that, you know, you can, you can share with both your dogs and your cats too. Yes. Yeah. That's the whole thing is people will buy these for their dogs and then they think, oh, well, I also have a cat, you know, yeah. so we're trying to get the wheels turning there. Um, they're, they are easier to sell to dogs, but we want everyone to know they can definitely be fed to cats as well. Yeah. And we have, so we have quite a few freezers now. We have, I think about eight freezers in the shop, which is great. Okay. If yeah. I have my way, we'll hopefully we'll keep getting more, more and more freezers as time goes on. But we have a front freezer that's just for frozen like treats and supplemental things. And we have all of the, the walkers and squawkers and that's what the quail eggs are. They're all in like okay. the front there. So it's Perfect. also with the, because for some reason, the raw marrow bones, at least in the dog world, they're more, I don't know, approachable and there's more common. So then you get them into yeah. that freezer and yeah. I'm like, well, the, I love marrow bones. No, no shade towards the marrow bones, but I'm like, I also, I'm like, have you tried the walkers and squawkers? And that's when I can yeah. usually get people to be like, oh, like I haven't tried that. I'm like, well, if you use a duck head already, like this is the raw version of it. And, you know, just like a marrow, it's like the freshest version of that. So, you know, give yeah, it a try. The, so the duck heads do have the eyeballs and the brains. Yeah. In them. So you're getting the DHA in the EPA. Um, you're getting glucosamine and chondroitin yes. from those feet. So de- not just good for oral health, but but good for their overall health as well. Yeah. No, of, of course. And I, like I said, um, we love all your products. And I'm happy to announce that you guys are definitely like, killing our sales and in, in, in our raw cat food like you guys definitely top it off every week we can't keep we can never keep enough rabbit and, and lamb in, which is actually the, the more expensive of the proteins you guys carry but our customers want it the, the cats go crazy for it yeah. so we the big tubs too so you guys have it um in what the 24 and the 64 i get them right uh 24 and 12 in tub 12 12 that's what it is box yeah yeah the box yeah so we carry mostly the tubs, the scoopable okay. tubs and okay. uh, our customers. Yeah. We were selling through the rabbit and lamb and they love wow. it. So I love, I love seeing that. And I love yeah. that you guys are crushing our sales and the cat food in our section. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like once they get the cat on it, they're like, like I said, once they get the cat on it and they see how much the cat goes crazy for it, they're like, well, you know, you gotta, gotta keep going. Right. They get, they are always a little surprised, but then they're like, oh my God, my cat loves this food. Like, you know, where is it? I need it. I need more of it. 
And hopefully they're seeing that the cat has more energy or is at least just like very yes. happy. Like, okay, I, there's something to this. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I love, yeah, I, I wanted to end on that point talking about how you guys are crushing in our store and we're excited for the new products too. Um, as we wrap it up here, I'd love to, so tell people, obviously they can shop. If you're local to us, come on into our shop, but tell people where they can find you like kind of nationwide. Obviously you guys are in a lot of independence or so where else they can find you guys if they want to try it out. Yeah. So it's, it's really just through independent pet stores. Um, we have a great store locator on our website, savagecatfood.com. Um, but I try to drill this point home. Any independent pet store can order it for you. They have yes. access to it. So sometimes we just have to call them and say, will you special order this food? You know, so yeah. I, I want it to be accessible to as many people as possible. hundred percent. Yeah. So definitely if you haven't tried it, if you're, I guess if you're in the Rhode Island area, come on by, we'd love to give you some. Um, if not, yeah, check out one of your local stores and I'm sure they'd be happy to do that for you. So Audrey, I have one last question for you that I asked everyone at the end. Oh. Just a fun question. So what is your spirit animal? You can't say dog or cat, but you feel like an animal that encompasses yourself, your personality. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, can mix, you can mix animals together. I've had people like morph, morph a new kind of uh, fantastical animal. So it's anything. <laughs> the, sky, the sky's the limit. Uh, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> no, worries. it's okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe like a, a deer. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Just cruising? Cruising around, yeah. I like that. They're strong, but they're also, they bop around, yeah. What, what, is, your, what is your answer to that question? So I always joke around, uh, I say unicorn, because I feel like I'm like a little weird and like rare, but like fun and people like okay. me, yeah. <laughs> I watch too much like Harry Potter and like Labyrinth growing up, so like that's, I usually go some to some like fantasy, fantasy animal, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. For sure. <laughs> Good. No, I love that. And uh, first of all, again, thank you for, for jumping on here. Um, it was great to talk with you guys more and just to learn some new things I didn't know about the brand that I, I love as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me, Talia. And um, I'm, I'm glad to hear things are going so well. Yes, we, we love you guys. So thank you very much. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Bye. Bye.